to the Magic Within podcast. My name's Katrina Lully, and I'm a transformation coach obsessed with guiding women to unlock their power within so they live an aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've been where you're at, doing all the things and feeling like nothing is working. And I'm here to help you learn how to live that aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've spent years investing in programs, coaches, books, and other tools in covering my own blocks, challenging my beliefs, growing and stretching myself to live my most authentic life that is true to who I am. There is incredible power in our experiences, and by sharing our stories with one another, we help each other along this journey called life. This is a space where you will hear inspiring and motivating stories from other guests and tools to help you get from where you are now to who you want to be in this life. You get two doses of magic each week to fill up your cup and start living a life that is aligned with your highest self. We are not meant to do this life alone and we all have the magic within us to live this beautiful life that's true to who we are. I'm here to help you begin to unlock that power and start stepping in to the amazing woman that you are. Let's do this. really big phases that I had with wanting to be a marine biologist. That's exciting. Yeah, very different than what I do now. <laughs> I, I learned very quickly that um, biology is not my thing, like in terms of more scientific biology. But um, but I, I love marine life and I love whales and, and dolphins and fish. <laughs> I That's what that. I wanted to be. Yeah, we could learn so much from them, like really, truly. And I'm right there with you. Like the science side, it just gets, I have to digest it. Like, okay, tell me again. Tell me really slow. Uh, I get it, but it takes some time to, you know, really seep in and understand. So I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's all good. That's so awesome. So you are a fertility coach, but you have not always been a fertility coach. So just share a little bit more about who you are and like what you got, what got you to where you're at. Sure, absolutely. Um, so after you know changing my idea of what my career would be a thousand times, um, I I worked in nonprofit media for um, almost ten years, um, just working for various different institutes and foundations. Um, but when my husband and I started thinking about getting pregnant, and I'm very type A, so I thought about this, you know, years in advance <laughs> before actually um, until we actually got to that point um I learned everything there was about fertility about pregnancy um I was just fascinated by it I learned what a birth doula was and I thought that was just the coolest job like to be able to be there and help moms have babies and um and it got to the point where my husband was like you are talking about this so much (laughs) why don't you just do this like you're clearly very passionate about it um and uh so I got into that line of work um and now being in the maternal health space for several years um I've had so many of my clients and so many of my own friends go through infertility and go through 
different hormonal struggles. Um, and it was just heartbreaking to see and just hear how many of them felt invisible in the process, isolated in the process. Um, like, you know, even though they had great care providers, like they weren't always being listened to and, um, you know, sometimes had to do more more medical procedures than going for the natural routes that they wanted to go to. Um, so just hearing all of their stories and just really feeling like, wow, I wish I had been there for them at the very start. Um, just really, really got to me. Um, so I decided to, to go back and get certified and as being a fertility health coach and, and now that's where I am. So now I, I help, um, moms in all stages of, of becoming a mom from trying to conceive to pregnancy and beyond. Yeah. What a beautiful calling and, you know, having women like you there to support along the process, because I don't know that experience myself, but I know people who have had that experience and it is such a stressful time and it can make you lose so much hope and it can probably like get you questioning like what is wrong with me like what am I doing wrong and that's a heavy heavy burden to carry for women yeah it really is there is so much guilt when dealing with infertility um and and even even when somebody is not exactly labeled as being infertile but even just through you know every month when you get your period and it's like why people just ask themselves why is this happening to me this month what did I do wrong and it's not that you did anything wrong there's something else that is maybe going on that's not your fault um, and it just needs some further investigation and insight and care Yeah, because I'm sure there are so many factors that can come into play that we may not even think of. And it it may not be that an outside, you know, it may not be something outside that you need, like a doctor or whatever. It just may be something within that needs to be, you know, kind of switched up or taken a look at. And having the experience, like, you just never know what it really could be because you hear women who go years without getting pregnant and then bam, like they're, when they stop trying so hard, it happens. And, you know, when we stop focusing on it and, and it comes at it with ease and they're like, okay, what shifted, what changed, what happened? And right. you just, you just don't really know. So what exactly is a fertility coach and how do you help women get pregnant? So part of my job um, like you said, there can be things that are so unknown to us that are happening within our own bodies or minds that could be causing some issues in terms of our reproductive health. Um, so my job is to really look at a person as a whole. So we don't just look at what are just your hormones. Um, you know, what do your ovaries and your uterus look like? We are looking at nutrition, we're looking at exercise, we're looking at sleep, relationships, stress management, um, and, and not to ever, you know, say, you know, people who are dealing with infertility hear this all the time where people just tell them to like, just relax and it'll happen, you know, and it's like, uh, if only that were so easy, but 
we do know that, you know, we have a lot of research that dealing with infertility and bringing in different mind-body techniques like meditation, like guided visualization, um, like talk therapy, group support, um, acupuncture, um, different alternative services that make you feel more whole as a person um, can actually increase the chances of conception by over 50%. Like we have research showing this over and over again. Yeah, that mind-body programs can do that. Um, And even for people who are going with IVF, like at any stage of fertility um, treatment. So that's that's, that's a huge (laughs) increase. That's a a really huge increase. Yeah, and that's something that, you know, unfortunately, not every fertility clinic or specialist is able to do. Like, they sometimes they don't have the time. Our medical industry and the infrastructure of that is just not made to support patients in that way. And that's really why health coaches and fertility coaches exist. And that's why I'm here to look at all those different factors and to see what are the root causes of some fertility issues going on, um, but also just to help women manage the overwhelming stress of going through trying to conceive as well. Yeah, because I, from what I hear, it can be such a lonely journey because not every woman understands this aspect of of that kind of journey. And I love that you shared that you look like you look at the whole woman and. It's true when we go into an office to see a doctor, like they have one agenda, oftentimes they have one mindset, they have one area that they're looking in, but what else is going on that could be contributing to it? And then two, to have someone like you walk alongside so they know that they're not alone and it just helps them continue on the path and build that faith and and those droplets of hope, like, okay, I can do this instead of Mm -hmm. feeling defeated day after day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's like a, a really big part of, of my program is to help women go from feeling defeated and overwhelmed to actually feeling good where they are in their journeys now. Because yeah. it's, it's something that I, I say as a birth doula as well is, yes, of course, our goal is a healthy mom and healthy baby at the end of labor. But how you get there also matters how you feel in that process also matters. So of course the goal is to get pregnant um, and have a full-term healthy baby. But I also want you to feel good and be able to manage your stress and to feel physically good um, throughout this process of trying to conceive. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that plays such a huge role. Like you said, it doesn't end when you get pregnant. There's the journey of carrying and growing the baby and then giving birth as well. And where you are like mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually plays a huge role in how your experience will go. And having Mm -hmm. that support is like, is key is just so beautiful and important. What are some of the challenges that you see most of your clients facing? Like, what are they coming to you for? Um, a lot of times they're coming to me for hormonal imbalances, um, dealing with issues like PCOS, um, or having, you know, second time um, infertility, where they already have one baby, but now they're experiencing infertility after the birth of their first child. Um, some who are going through um, IUI, which is intrauterine um, infections, but 
um, the, a host of different issues, right? Um, but most of what I'm seeing is just the overwhelming stress and isolation of trying to conceive. And I'm hearing a lot of my clients say that, you know, they're doing the work. They, they know their stuff. <laughs> they really do. They, I have to give all these women so much credit because they are going out there and they are knowing all the information and sharing resources with one another. Um, and, you know, are, they, they're up to their research really when it comes to um, infertility treatments. Um, but some, some of what I see is also that their care providers aren't exactly listening to what they're saying about their own bodies sometimes. Um, and our care providers aren't really trained, you know, so much. They're trained in medical protocols and what to do in certain situations. And that's their area of expertise. Um, like I had one client who had, you know, shorter menstrual periods, um, who felt like she was missing her ovulation window. Um, there are several different phases within the menstrual cycle. And the phase after ovulation sometimes can be a little short because of a hormonal imbalance or some other underlying cause in the body. Um, but what was happening was she knew this about herself. She knew this about her body. She knew something was off and wasn't being listened to. Um, you know, I see a lot of that <laughs> as well, unfortunately. Yeah. And it is so important that we pay attention to what is going on in our bodies. That's the indicator. That's where our answers lie. And it is difficult when you're expressing that to someone and they're not listening. They're not hearing you and they're not supporting you on like, okay, how can we, how can we shift this? How can we change this? And like really pay attention to what's coming up in our bodies. And cause we know, we know them really well when we start paying attention and to have somebody there who can help advocate and voice that is so powerful and so mm. like empowering. I, I, I mean, this is not fertility related, but I remember like, I did not like going to doctors because they did not listen to me. Like they just don't, you're in and out 15 minutes. And when I finally found the, the doctor that started listening and, and saying, yeah, you know, your body pay attention when something's coming up, like pay attention to that because you're, you know, your body best. Yeah, absolutely. We are the experts on our own bodies and, and our bodies are talking to us. Yeah. All these symptoms, things that we do feel fatigue, um, hormonal acne, just things that we're constantly told are just normal, um, are accepted as parts of, okay, we're just going to feel like crap sometimes, (laughs) but, but it doesn't have to be the case. And and it's our body telling us that something is off and that we need a little adjustment. And yeah, it's so hard to advocate for yourself sometimes and being able to have that extra person there who can help guide you to that medical process is also just so helpful. Yeah. And you even mentioned like getting down to the root cause of it, you know, instead we're often like here, throw some, a topical solution over it, which only masks the symptoms. It doesn't really, it doesn't really uh, heal the root cause, like what's really going on. And so that's Mm -hmm. so important is getting down to what is really going on. And it's usually how we're feeling, whether we're connected, 
like what we're putting in our bodies, like how are we nourishing ourselves in all areas and how that is like affecting what is coming on. We don't give that enough credit. Like instead of just like, here, here's a Band-Aid, put this over, it'll heal in a few days kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of times our symptoms are being treated instead of what's actually causing our symptoms. I unfortunately had that happen to me today. I was at my my wood my midwifery office and I'm having some own my own symptoms with my reproductive health. And it's their solution was okay, I'll give you birth control pills and that could control your your symptoms, but it's not gonna do anything else. I'm like, that's not really a good answer. <laughs> that's not what I want. It's <laughs> not what I want. Um and, and like contraceptive pills make me insane and they make me feel horrible and I don't want that. Um, but that's that's an answer that women get regularly from their doctors is just here, take this. And but it's not really making us any better. Yeah. Yeah. So how can these women start to actually feel empowered in their fertility journeys? Like, what does that support look like? I love talking about this topic. Um, so. <laughs> um, I'm just so passionate about helping women feel empowered. And the number one way to do that is to know what's going on. I just feel like having knowledge is having power. Um, It helps you advocate for yourself. It helps you make purposeful changes in your life because there's, there's a lot of information out there on fertility and some of it's really great. And some of it's not, and some of it's evidence-based, and some of it's not. Um, but I think having that information um, and being able to invest in your health is a really big step that you can take for yourself. Um, knowing that you have control in your fertility journey, mm. even when there are, of course, things that are out of control. Like, no, you may not get pregnant this month, unfortunately. but being able to make progress, being able to make, you know, realize actual change in your own lifestyle, in your own stress management, in coping with this process, that's power. Yeah. That is power. And that to me, like, that is magic. <laughs> to be yeah. able to find a way to still feel like you're thriving in the middle of a difficult situation is like magic, <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, so just having that information and then being able to make those changes in your life um, is just an, a, a really incredible step to feeling like you have an active role in your fertility journey. It's not just going to fertility treatments and having things done to you. Like you are an active agent in your own fertility story. Oh, that is so powerful right there. I like just so powerful knowing that you're in control and have, you know, having the knowledge, that's the first step. We're aware of what's going on. And then that's when we can decide to start doing things differently. And like you said, you may not get pregnant on the first, but you will notice things changing. You will notice the way you feel changes. I'm sure like your energy levels, your sleep will change the way you're just your outlook on, on the journey, instead of feeling like, this is being done to me. This is hard. This really sucks. Like, I feel like I'm just getting beaten down. Like it'll bring that, that bit of light back into your life with this journey. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And that doesn't mean that there aren't still hard, those hard days. Right. Yeah. But, but not letting those hard days consume everything in your life and have trying to conceive take over your life completely. Um, That is, that's the big goal that matters. Yeah. So those women that are going through and having those hard days, they're stressed, you know, they feel like they're having those setbacks and things like, what do you encourage for them so they can still find the beauty in, in, in their story in in the way that they're, they're showing up? So one of the things I always encourage my clients to do is to give themselves permission to feel those feelings, Yeah, <laughs> you know, if, and not beat themselves up over it. So we work with a lot of, you know, shifting mindsets and really challenging why, you know, somebody is feeling like they're to blame for infertility or not getting pregnant that month um, and why they're feeling defeated. Um, really examining all of those feelings, knowing that it's okay to feel them, but also challenging some of those things that are like beating us to the ground unnecessarily. Because um, a lot of times, a lot of times it's just noise that's coming from other places. That's not really coming from from you. It's coming from our society and how it treats women and how it looks at us as, you know, our jobs as procreators and as, you know, not very active agents in our own lives. And it comes from so many different places, family and relationships, just so many different ways. Um, but we look at those feelings. We give ourselves permission to feel. Um, but while also setting boundaries around those feelings, like, okay, you know, I'm going to give myself today to, to have a really good cry and then finding ways to cope that works for that person. And a lot of it's, you know, very personalized to find ways to then lift ourselves out of that Yeah, and make sure that we're not, you know, consuming ourselves with those feelings. Um, I also help my clients just find support through one another. Um, I think that's really important to find other people who are going through similar situations um, and having similar experiences. Um, And we just work a lot on, you know, changing our thoughts around fertility and around infertility. and bring in different techniques like breath work, meditation. And that's not, meditation is not always for everybody, <laughs> you know, but um, we try to find different comforting and coping techniques. Yeah. Together. Yeah. For each person. That's incredibly beautiful. And, you know, so many of us are taught to stuff our feelings, not let them come out. It's not okay to have a bad day or a bad moment. And it completely is because that is a huge piece of what makes us up to be the human beings that we are, are these complex and sometimes really hard feelings. And when we stuff them down, that energy gets stored in our bodies. And so it could be something that begins the blockage, you know, from this journey, from whatever it is you're trying to create and allowing them to come up. I love that you put with boundaries because it's true. Those boundaries are important so we don't get lost and we don't fall victim to. And 
you know, allow them to come up and out and, and cry tears, get angry, whatever it is just to move that energy through your body. It's an indication for you. It's, it's another indication of, okay, what is this the piece of me that is feeling so defeated and coming up and moving that out, like releases it. And sometimes mm-hmm. we don't even have to know, like, there's so many times I don't even know why I want to cry. And I'm just going to, I'm like, okay, apparently I just need to cry and move some energy out. And you let yourself cry and then you go on and you move on. And, and we don't have to figure out what it is or why it is. You know, sometimes, you know, because it's specific, like, you know, it's around this journey, but just letting that move through is one of the most powerful things we can do for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of, you know, toxic positivity out there and in lots of different ways, but, you know, of course, in the fertility journey, because people get uncomfortable. Yeah. And they don't know what to say to people who are experiencing infertility. And, you know, a lot of times it's just people being uncomfortable with discomfort. Yeah. And um, being able to sit down with discomfort and grief, loss, and mourning of experience that you thought you would have but it doesn't end up being your journey. You know, mourning the month that you thought maybe this was going to be the month. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. And covering that up with just being positive is not actually going to help anybody. (laughs) No, it's not. And there is a lot of toxic positivity out there. And that just lets us fall so so short of the experience we're meant to have. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it we really talk about authenticity. Yeah. And this is part of authenticity. It is. Like, having bad days is part of that. And that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's yeah. acceptable. Yeah. It completely is. And I thought about this as you were talking, like those people who are in relationship or know of somebody who is going through a journey like this, or, you know, anybody when somebody dies or passes away or where they have something and you don't know what to say, because you're in shock as well, or you're uncomfortable by it it's okay to not know what to say. Like literally mm-hmm. just tell them like, I'm not even sure what to say right now. I just want to send you my love though. I just want you to yeah. know that I am sending you so much love right now, praying for you. And if there's, you know, if there's, if you want to offer support, then offer support, but you don't have to right. know what to say. Like, I'm so right. sorry for your loss. Like <laughs> I still say that sometimes, but I'm so sorry for what you're going through. And I don't, am I really sorry? Like, I don't want them to be going through that, but is that really genuinely how I'm feeling? Or is it more so like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I feel like I have to say something. So I'm going to say what everybody else says kind of thing. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's okay to not know, just like in the journey, it's okay to not know, to have those complex feelings, all of those things. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to not know what to say and to give a hug instead, or to ask, you know, I, and say, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say, but like, what do you need? You know, what, what do you need? Yeah. Just asking somebody, if you're not sure what to do, it's okay to, you know, give sort of like permission over to that person to then express their own needs. Yeah. It's really hard for us to express what we need sometimes yeah. and what we need from other people, especially when we need help or just something to listen. Um, so it's just being authentic yourself 
in your response to somebody who is dealing with infertility is also going to be more helpful to that person. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand, a thousand percent. Oh my gosh. Is there anything else on your heart you want to share about what you do and you know, who you're helping or just anything that's coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for asking. Um, so I'm, I'm really passionate about, um, helping people be aware of different things in our own environment that are messing with our fertility, messing with our sex hormones. Um, and one of those things are endocrine disrupting chemicals that are in hundreds of our products. Because a lot of our beauty care products, cleaning products are not actually regulated in, in the U.S. here. Um, and unfortunately, they're, they're full of different chemicals like parabens and phthalates that actually mimic hormones in our body and mess up all of our actual natural hormones. Um, so our bodies get very confused and that causes them hormonal imbalance. Um, so I'm really passionate about helping women find out what easy low tox swaps they can make in their own life um, to help improve their own fertility. Um, and I understand that that comes with privilege, throwing out some of your things and replacing them with more expensive products comes with privilege. Um, but there are some other easier ways to do that for people who are just looking to one, improve their own health overall, um, and to specifically improve their reproductive health. So I do have a free guide if anyone wants it. Um, it's the low tax fertility guide that covers all the worst chemicals that you want to avoid when you are trying to conceive and some easy, simple ways to make your life more low tax and improve your fertility while doing it. And this is great for partners too, for men who also deal with like low sperm count or sperm immobility issues. Um, so if anybody wants that, they can go to thefertilitywitch.com slash free and just download a copy of it. I love that so much because like you said, that, that it's in everything and it can be overwhelming to kind of look at all of your stuff. And so to have some, a guide where you can kind of just take a look and then, okay, what can I do differently is so helpful and so useful. So thank you for sharing that yeah. with us. Oh no, thanks for giving me the opportunity. I know sometimes I've looked around my house and I just look around at all the products that I filled it with and I'm just like, what have I done? These are all bad for me and bad for my family. So I, I understand, like, I don't want it to, it's another, you know, it's another thing for like people who deal with infertility to, to have to deal with, unfortunately. Um, but it doesn't have to be one of the things that drives you crazy. Yeah. And having a simple guide can just help with that. Yeah. So, so hundred percent, I'll make sure I link that up in the show notes, link up where we can find you, where, where can we find you besides your, your website? Um, so I, like you said, I'm also the host of the Fertility Witch podcast. Um, so you can come on anywhere that you listen to your podcast. I'm on there. Um, Apple, Spotify, you name it. I'm there. Um, you can come and listen there if you want any more knowledge about fertility. And I'm also on Instagram at the Fertility Wedge Podcast. Love that so, so much. Oh, thank you so much, Cassie. Like what you are doing is so important and so beautiful and helpful for women out there. 
to have someone like you in their corner, again, to not feel that they're not feeling alone and somebody who's actually listening and paying attention and really supporting them in a way through such a beautiful and what can be the most difficult process if you're struggling in that area. And so to have someone there to walk alongside, that's like the greatest gift you can give anyone ever. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Certainly grateful to be doing it. Thank you. Yeah. So make sure you reach out, go follow Cassie. I will make sure everything is linked up in the show notes. If you loved this episode, please do us both a favor to share it. Tag us if you'd like. I love having the conversation with you guys in the DMs. But until next time, I love you and I'm sending you so much light. It has to be one of the things that drives you crazy. Yeah. And having a simple guide can just help with that. Yeah. So, so 100%. I'll make sure I link that up in the show notes, link up where we can find you. Where where can we find you besides your your website. Um, so I, like you said, I'm also the host of the Fertility Witch podcast. Um, so you can come on anywhere that you listen to your podcast. I'm on there. Um, Apple, Spotify, you name it, I'm there. Um, you can come and listen there if you want any more knowledge about fertility. And I'm also on Instagram at the Fertility Witch podcast. Love that so, so much. Oh, thank you so much, Cassie. Like what you are doing is so important and so beautiful and helpful for women out there to have someone like you in their corner, again, to not feel that they're not feeling alone and somebody who's actually listening and paying attention and really supporting them in a way through such a beautiful and what can be the most difficult process if you're struggling in that area. And so to have someone there to walk alongside, that's like the greatest gift you can give anyone ever. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Certainly grateful to be doing it. Thank you. Yeah. So make sure you reach out, go follow Cassie. I will make sure everything is linked up in the show notes. If you loved this episode, please do us both a favor to share it. Tag us if you'd like. I love having the conversation with you guys in the DMs. But until next time, I love you and I'm sending you so much light. Thank you so much for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review and share this episode with a girlfriend. Don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.